Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Welcome to Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. I'm Tara Jones, financial success coach, and I help women and individuals use their income to create the lifestyle that they desire by planning out how they're going to use their income, how to pay off debt, how to save for that down payment on a new home, or whatever financial lifestyle goal they have. And all this month, for the month of February, we are talking about getting debt free. If you are part of my community or been following me for any length of time, I already know your struggle. The one thing that you are focused on, the one thing that you wish you can get rid of is debt in your life. And so I took the whole month of February and spread out over all the days one little small topic that we can discuss to get you in the mindset and give you the strategy in order to pay off that once and for all. And also, I would like to invite you to the Financial Reset, my six-week coaching and support program. And what that is, is over the course of six weeks starting, um, it opens March 1st, and we get started. The first module opens March 5th. The enrollment opens February 20th, so February 20th to March 1st. You can enroll and get into the private accountability group, find a kind of financial accountability partner, all those things. And from March 5th all the way to the second week of April, what we do is each week we, can, we tackle a financial topic. So the first week is setting your financial vision and also setting your financial goals. The second week, we are going to be doing budgeting. The third week, we're going to be doing how to increase your savings and leave it there. Because let's be clear, we are very good at saving a little bit out of our check, but then we, whenever something happens, we have to dip into our savings, right? So I help you overcome and give you the step-by-step -step strategy on how to overcome that. In the third week, no, first week is budget, is, is financial vision, Six, second week is budgeting, the third week is savings, the fourth week is debt repayment, the fifth week is credit repair, the sixth week is how to shop for insurances to make sure you are covering yourself financially and removing all fi financial risk from over your head. All right. So if your goal is to get debt free anytime soon, you definitely need to be in that. You can click the link in the caption or in the description box um, and it's bit.ly backslash the financial reset and join the wait list because they are the first ones to get in and to enroll. So it pays to be on a wait list. It pays to be on a little VIP list. But all right. So today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of getting out of debt. Right. Again, because everybody who goes through the financial reset, I'm priming you and prepping you and preparing your mind mindset and wrapping your mindset around money going forth because this is key and I understand we didn't get taught all of this stuff right if you know anything about me I had to learn 99.9% .9 of the things I've taught you over the last eight years on my own right I went from being a struggling single parent to going to college getting a degree in finance doing my own debt-free journey and building wealth and so now I'm sharing these tips with you and now I'm helping you and I'm coaching you and I'm moving you along and holding you accountable and so that's what we do in the financial reset not only do you walk through the course with other women you walk through it with me you get Q&A calls we do all we do check-ins we get to ask and answer questions like on the spot so 
that is what you need. And the first thing you need to do whenever you're going to think about paying off debt and becoming debt free is understanding that if you want a credit score or if you have any type of credit score, that is debt, right? That means you are utilizing debt. So I have to take a step back and make this clarification because there's a disconnect there, right? People are like, I want a high credit score, but I also want to be debt free. If you are completely debt free at any point in time, that means that you don't have a credit score, right? But if you want to learn how to utilize credit to where at any point in time, you do have a lines of credit open in your name, but you don't have any money on them at that point. You know, because you use you use your credit card and immediately pay it off. You use um, the only thing, maybe the other thing you have is a mortgage, and you get a mortgage and you immediately pay it off. That's the strategy that I'm trying to teach my community. So the pros and cons, and realize that. Sorry, before I get into the pros and cons, realize that if you are going to utilize credit, your credit score, if you want a high credit score, that does mean that you do have open lines of credit. Right. And an open lines of credit does mean you are in debt if you hold a balance. So as we go through this, realize that I'm not saying not to get a mortgage because I approve of mortgages because who just got money laying around to just pay three hundred thousand on a home. And nobody wants to wait until they're 40 or 50 or 60 to, you know, do that with cash. It can be done. But. Uh, if that's an advantage. That's one of the pros actually we're going to get into. But so the reason why I go through this is because it's like, okay, yes, you need to learn how to manage and leverage credit, not let it sabotage you, right? There's a difference. So we're going to get into that. So the pro number one that I have for you today is it extends your purchasing power. So you are able to purchase a newer home or a car, right? So if you want a mortgage loan or if you need an auto loan to get a better car, it allows you to do that. And commonly, that's what people use their lines of credit for. That's what they use their credit for. Um, and you can, I got to say this, you can use, you know, you can buy a mortgage. You can get a mortgage loan in uh, your name without having credit or without having like, like with a zero credit score, not like low credit score. So 400 means you still have a credit score. That means you manage it, you manage money poorly. A high credit score means you manage debt and you manage it well, right? So you can get an auto, you can get a mortgage loan, not an auto loan, a mortgage loan with a zero credit score, which means you do not utilize any credit. There's no lines of credit in your name. You have to get it manually underwritten, and it takes a little bit more time, but that is possible. So I have to throw that out there. So number one, the pro is most people, majority of people, they like to get mortgage loans and auto loans, and that is a, a pro for opening credit for being in debt, right? Now, do I condone credit card or debt of uh, auto loans? No. Do I condone mortgage loans? Yes. But it is what it is. I'm just giving you the facts. It is, it does extend your purchasing power. Number two, it, it potentially can increase your credit score, right? So one of the major factors when you think about a credit score is the fact that, um, you have to use credit in order to get a higher credit score. 
You can't just have one line of credit or two lines of credit and just open them and think you're going to have a spectacular credit score. That's not how it works. Literally, what your credit score is saying is that you manage debt well. You manage borrowed money well. It does not say you manage your money well. It does not say you have a large income. It does not say that you are on track to be financially free or anything else. Literally, all it means, your credit score, all that means is that you manage debt well. Right. And so one of the pros of managing that well is being able to have more lended to you, hence the, t the low interest mortgage. Right. As you all know, one of my financial goals right now is to get a low interest mortgage on a home. But I'm saving up like 40 percent of my down payment for my first home. So that's my current goal right now. Right. And so if I take out a, if I take out a mortgage loan, the reason why I'm leveraging credit lines of credit right now is to maintain a high credit score so I can get a low interest mortgage. Right. So number two, it increases your credit score. The more you use debt well, right, not using debt poorly, the more you're able to manage debt well, which means you pay on time, which means you're not using too much at one time. Different type, you know, you have more than one type. You have like a, a nice portfolio of lines of credit open. Then that means you'll have a higher credit score. And what does a higher credit score lead? Higher, um, lower interest rates. Right. So if you get a mortgage loan or auto loan, again, I don't condone auto loans, but I also don't tell people what to do. I just advise. Right. I just coach you and tell you what and, you know, advise what you should do. But you will get you will get a lower interest rate if you have a higher credit score because you have a track record of managing debt. Well, again, that does not mean that you will have the income to sustain it. And that's where people get mixed up and get get hurt at is because they get approved for an auto loan, get approved for a mortgage loan, get approved for a credit card, but they don't have the income nor the financial discipline to manage the debt well in order to maintain a high credit score and not sabotage it, right? So number three, you get to earn rewards, right? So a lot of people, they love getting credit cards that has the cash back or the miles or in-store rebate or airline miles, or, you know, you get points to shop at your favorite store. If you get, if you shop at this these many, if you put this much on your card, you get this much points back. That is a great reward. People do 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 well with, you know, racking up the little miles or racking up points or getting the cash back, the 1%, 2%, 5% cash back. So that is a reward of having a credit card, which essentially is going into debt, right? All right. The number four pro is convenience. Having a credit card handy when you have like a financial emergency is convenient or when something comes up and you really weren't planning to pay for it and you pay for it with your credit card or you know whatever or if you need a personal loan because something happened is convenient right and typically that's what most americans think now i'm tr i'm trying to play the devil's advocate here because it's not just like de debt and credit is not bad, right? Oftentimes people want to put it in a light like it's bad, right? No, it's just that how you manage it or the lack of management is what makes it bad or good, right? So if you are great at managing money and you know the pros and cons, I'm sorry, if you're great at managing debt and you know your pros and cons, Therefore, you could be able to use it and leverage it without it sabotaging you. But if you don't know all of the things that you need to know before you take out a line of credit, before you take out a credit card, before you get a personal loan, before you get an auto loan, before you get a mortgage, that is when it becomes bad and, and it turns and it backfires on you, right? So that's why I'm giving you pros and cons of 
being debt free, pros and cons of utilizing debt, right? So, um, yeah, back to the convenience. Again, a lot of people think it's very convenient. And not to mention, if you use cash for everything, you can't really online shop because you don't have a credit card. I mean, you can put it on a debit card, you know, whatever, nowadays. But, you know, to some people, credit card is very handy. Credit card is very convenient. Um, when you're renting cars, when you're paying for a hotel, things like that is very convenient, right? And most of those places, they require a major credit card, and that's why they have them. All right, so now I'm going to turn the leaf because this is where I play in, right? So a lot of people, the things that I just gave you, the convenience, the high credit score, the um, the purchasing power, and things like that, uh, and the rewards, that's how most Americans think, right? When they think of, oh, somebody's going to give me a line of credit. Yay, this will allow me to do this, this, and this, right? But they don't think about the, the thin line that they're straddling because the cons are just as heavy as the pros, right? So the advantages are great, but you are at risk of financial ruin if you don't think about the cons while you're thinking about the pros. And that's the point of this video. So let's go through the cons, right? So number one, it destroys your financial discipline and your delayed gratification muscles. So whenever you take out a line of credit just because something is in your face, is you're basically training yourself to get everything you want now, to never have any uh, restraint. And financial success is a journey. It's a consistent journey. It's not something that you arrive at and then you're done. Not something that you attain, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm financially free, okay, I'm done. No, you have to maintain it. It's something that you do all the time. And so as you're becoming debt-free, as you are thinking about these things, like whether or not I should have a credit card, whether or not I should take out a mortgage, whether or not I should take out an auto loan, you have to think to yourself, is this going against the financial discipline and the delayed gratification muscles I'm supposed to be building? Because as I get further along on my financial journey, it's going to be harder to maintain my financial success because things get a lot realer, right? For example, let's say right now, if you have an adequate amount of income and you double your income, that's double the um, the enticement, double the, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? You are double, you are like, oh, what's the word? What's the word? You are like fighting to not spend that money, right? Like you don't get more money and say, no, I'm going to save it. The habits that you have when you made this amount is going to be the same habits that you have later. So if you don't develop good habits and learn how to be financially disciplined and say, no, I'm going to have a plan for everything. It don't matter if you have a thousand dollars in disposable income or if you have six, you're going to blow it. Right. And so what I'm saying is, is that the pressure is going to be on as you get further along your financial journey because you free up income, right? When you become debt free and you don't have, not have any monthly payments, right? You don't have a, a high, when you pay off your mortgage, when you pay off your student loans, when you pay off that auto loan, and the only thing you have is a credit card in your name that's building your credit, right? Or you may have a mortgage and that's it. But you have all this extra income a month. You don't think you're going to be, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I cannot think of it. You tempted. There we go. Hello. You don't think you're going to be tempted to spend that extra cash because it's extra, right? So you have to develop financial discipline right now. And unfortunately, 
the access to credit lines it goes against that unless you are mentally of you you are aware of how to manage them right so you should always be using lines of credit if you're going to use them in moderation and with a plan right so for me the only lines of credit that i plan on using from here on out is a mortgage loan and a, and a credit card and the credit card is because it's a different type so a mortgage loan is an installment loan a credit card is um, a revolving credit how I manage my credit is I use it one time a month put $20 on it that's it and I pay it off that's it I don't put no more I don't go shopping it's not my emergency fund it's not my emergency money anything like that then the second thing I have I want to have is a mortgage and I'm paying that off as quickly as possible and the reason why I, I personally agree that you can use a mortgage is because you can leverage it right if you do it right you buy your home you get a low interest mortgage you pay it off quickly and you you your home is worth more than what you spent on it you made money right it's an asset to you at that point once you own it a car will never be an asset it will always depreciate your home can appreciate so that's why i don't condone auto loans i don't condone personal loans because they're charging you interest on money that you borrowed you can never make money off that right so if you're not going to make money off of something i suggest you don't do it but because i have a mortgage am i technically debt free yet yeah, no right so once i get my mortgage i will then be i won't be debt free but then i have to pay it off quickly in order to be debt free again right so right now i don't have a mortgage i'm renting so technically i'm debt free but i have a plan mentally to use my to use my lines of credit that's available to me because I built up a high credit score right so I can take advantage of that in ways number one having low interest rate on my mortgage number two definitely getting lower interest rate on my um, monthly insurance premiums and that's another um, advantage you know you they check your credit whenever you go to get your uh insurance your health insurance your life insurance your renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance and some jobs they check your credit report your credit report and your credit score because to them that shows whether or not you're likely to pay on time whether or not you're likely to manage your finances appropriately now is that true no but do they look at it and think of it that way yes because at the end of the day debt like how you manage debt is your credit score not how you manage your finances not how you manage your money now not whether or not you have a large income or a small income literally your credit score is a debt management tool and i have to keep saying that because people think that they just they just praise their credit score and it's cool if you know how to leverage it you know you got to be strategic with how you're going to use your lines of credit if you're not strategic do not do not mess with them right because there's a thin line between them working for you and they them sabotaging you if you are not financially responsible all right so number two con like we just said it damages your credit score if you take out lines of credit at the end of the day if you are in macy's or if you are in zara or whatever and they have or target or whatever and you know that that's your place where you are tempted to buy everything the moment you walk in that store and you get a credit card or a store card at that store guess who's going to be even more tempted because they have money available to them to, to to buy and then what if something happens and you go through your emergency fund and then you have all this money out there in debt guess what it's ruining your credit score so you have to be careful like i said get one credit card one maybe two 
and then get a mortgage loan. If you're going to get anything else, no, no store cards, no, no, none of that. Like nothing else, no, no. What is it, Art Van, where they do the financing for 0% interest, blah, blah, blah. They know you're not going to pay that back. Let's talk about that. A lot of these companies, like if you go on to get new furniture for your home or if you go on to renovate something in your home, and they'll say, oh, 0% financing uh, for the next 12 months. Statistically speaking, most people, majority of people, do not pay that balance back within the course of a year. And how do they make their money? By you paying the interest rates and the interest charges that are like 20, 30%, right, on the money that you spent. Don't do it. If you don't have it in cash, do not do it. Do not use credit cards to extend your purchasing power. Use your credit card as a financial tool. Put $20 on there, pay it off immediately. I mean, I put my gas, I do one gas fill up a month. And I literally sit in my car after I'm done and pay it off online. And then I leave. Just so I don't forget. I'm not waiting till later, like, because it's a strategy. Right. And then once I'm done with my mortgage loan, I might not even need, you know, I might not even need my credit anymore. I might even let it go down to zero, to be honest, because I truly will be debt free then and truly will be financially free. And then I'll have the income to just buy whatever I want at that point, you know, because as you get older, as you build your business or your income grows, you'll be able to save faster. You'll be able to do whatever you need to do. If you're married, you'll have two times the amount of money to save and things like that. So, you know, just be strategic and be wise about this stuff. And again, Again, as we go forward, we're paying off these things starting next week. We're going to talk about dairy payment strategies for all different types of lines of credit, which is credit card. If you have to pay off student loans, if you have to pay off an auto loan, you have to pay off payday lender, if you have to pay off whatever you're paying off. We're going through all of them over the course of the month. I want you to keep that in mind because you don't want to end up in that same spot again, right? You want to be conscious about what you're doing. You want to go forward with a financial plan if you continue to use credit and be in debt, right? All right. Number three, placing yourself, another another con of utilizing credit is placing yourself as in financial risk right so again if you do not have a solid foundation of cash saved up and if you you if something happens right stuff happens all the time you live in the world like stuff is going to happen all the time that's going to require your income if you do not have money in the bank to not only handle a financial emergency, but then also pay your debt that you've racked up on your credit cards or, you know, you just got this auto loan or whatever the case is, you are going to incur late payments, penalties, debt collections, medical bills and collections, things like that. You have to be mindful of that, right? So not only when you are talking about managing debt, whether or not you should have certain lines of credit open in your name, you also need to realize that your emergency fund is going to come into play because it's a backup for you, right? Your credit card is not a backup, right? Because you're going to earn interest, high interest on that if you make a late payment or if you rack up a bunch of money on there and can't pay it back within 30 days. All right. Number four, it ties up your money for long periods of time. Again, even a mortgage loan. Again, I told you I plan on having a mortgage and also I have credit cards, but my credit cards never carry a balance. It carries a balance, but for 2.5 minutes when I put the gas cap back on my car, right? I don't carry a balance. So therefore I truly am debt free, even though I have credit extended to me. If I'm not using it, I'm not in debt. 
I don't get a balance. I don't have a balance, right? So that's why I'm truly debt free. But when you are in, but when you take out a line of credit and when you get in debt, you tie up your money for long periods of time, oftentimes to the point where as years go by, you don't even want the thing that you're still paying on. How many of us know that after two years, the car is giving us trouble, it's breaking down, it's old, we didn't see something we wanted, something else we wanted, and yet we still paying $300, $250 plus insurance on this car that we no longer want. Or how about you have a personal loan and you, 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 or a payday lender loan, or if you got credit card debt, massive credit card debt, or whatever the case is, and you're trying to pay that off, you're like, I don't even remember why I got this loan for. I don't even remember what I put on this credit card, but I'm still paying off, paying it off, right? That's the risk you run when you rack up money and you have to pay for it over long periods of time, right? Because what if in five years, God moves and wants you to build a business. But if you're bogged down in debt, how you gonna, what income do you have that's free in order to build a business? Or if you could be a blessing to somebody else. Or if you wanted to move to a different part of the state or the country or out of, out of, out of the country. But you're bogged down with debt for what you did or what you wanted in the moment five years ago. Right. And this is why in the financial reset, the first thing that we do together, all of us as a group, group of women, what we do is we create financial vision because that nine times out of 10 is not in most of your financial vision. But yet the moment you get in the store, yet the moment you get into a bind, the first thing you turn to is let me go borrow some money. That's not in your vision. So if it's not in your vision, it should not be manifested in your life because nine times out of 10, once you get past that point, you are going to be irritated that you are still paying on a car that you no longer want. You are still paying on credit cards that's racking up interest month after month, medical bills, all these different things that you're like, man, if I would have planned ahead, if I would have managed my money in a better way, I wouldn't be in this situation, right? So number five con, and you can see there's way more disadvantages to having lines of credit and, and being in debt than it is being out of debt, right? Number five, you pay more money in the long run because at the end of the day, anybody who loans you money is expecting some interest to, for you to pay them back with interest and that's how they make money. And so they put, they strategically put them payment numbers, 48 months, 54 months, six year, three year payment plans, whatever the case is, to make them the most money. Right. So in your eyes, you're like, oh, this is a blessing. I get I get to get a loan. I'm approved for a loan. Oh, my goodness. No. You know what I'm saying? Like that is you getting into debt and you having to pay interest on that debt. And you pay thousands a month or year more, thousands a year more than what you would have if you would have just sat back, passed a financial discipline, some delayed gratification, saved up the money and paid for what it is that you need to pay for. And number six, which is my last one. Is it my last one? Yeah. Number six, my last one is God does not like debt. God is against debt. Now, I know the, the Bible was written back in the day, and he really didn't talk about leveraging debt, and that is a strategy that is happening now when I'm going to be leveraging debt which be, when I'm buying my first home, and I get it. And debt is not, or being in debt or being out of debt is not a salvation issue. It's not you going to heaven or hell. God don't look at you better, or he's not like, good, well, my child, because you stayed debt-free all your life. No, it ain't any of that. But God is a God of warning. He knows. He has wisdom. He sees the beginning of your life and the end of your life, the middle of your life, next month, next 
next year. So he's trying to have you avoid all the cons that we just talked about, right? He's trying to have you avoid all of that by you just staying out of debt. And again, if you plan to, if you have a financial plan and a financial vision on how to get in debt and then quickly pay it off or how to manage it in a way that works for you, then this is different. But there are people out here who are just desperate or they're led by their emotion or feelings and are taking out lines of credit at the store. They're taking out lines of credit at the auto place because they're tired of their car, right? My car busted. I want a new car. I deserve it. I make this amount of money. I want this type of car. And so they go to the dealership and get this car and pay double for it over the next six years because they are just led by emotion, right? And God is saying, don't do that, right? Learn how to save, learn how to develop your financial muscle, learn how to practice delayed gratification, pay with cash because then it's yours. Let's be clear. If you buy a car off the lot right now and you're still paying payments, th that car belongs to whatever bank or institution that's funding that you're sending payments to. It ain't yours yet. They got the title. You don't got the title on your name. Right. And I had a hard reality. I'm thinking this whole time when I was paying off my second car. Yes, I did it twice, but paid off my car in a year and then, pay, then got another auto loan and paid that off in a year. And I was like, Ugh. anyway, while I was paying off student loans. But anyway, um, paid off my second car and they sent me the title in the mail. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this whole time I didn't even realize because I, I mean, who just I don't know. I didn't know that you really had a title on your name or whatever. I thought it was just like registered in the state that it was your car. So I didn't know you had to have a physical title to to truly show ownership, right? And so when Huntington Bank like switched over the ownership from them to me, I'm like this whole time I was paying on this car, this car don't even belong to me. Like, and that's why it gets repossessed or your home too. Like literally that home is in your name for the payments, but it is not in your ownership. You are not in ownership of the home. The mortgage company or the bank that's that's backing your your mortgage is who owns that property. So until you are not paying any monthly payments on something, you don't own it. Right? You absolutely do not own it. So I am an encourager of ownership. God is an encourager of ownership. He gave you dominion. I think you should take it, right? And just so we're clear, mortgage, don't have a problem with as long as you have a plan to get out of debt immediately once you get your mortgage, right? Car loan, don't do it. Mortgage is an appreciating asset, which means you can make money off that leveraging of that credit. You cannot make money off of a car. You cannot make money off a personal loan. You cannot make money off a payday lender loan. You cannot make money off a credit card. But what you can do with the credit card is strategically use it to build your credit to where you get low interest rates on your insurances, right? Your life insurance, health insurance, homeowners, renters, whatever. And also get low interest rates on the mortgage that you plan to leverage and then pay back, right? So that's the point of this video. And make sure you head over to bit.ly backslash the financial reset. The link is in the description, either below or above. Um, and check out what all it comes with it. It's a six-week coaching program. Enrollment opens on February 20th, and we get started March 1st, all right? So we it closes on March 1st, and we get started on March 1st. You get not only the six-week course that I created that goes over 
set creating your financial vision and goals. Week two, we do budgeting, how to master your monthly budget. Week three, we go over how to build savings. Week four, we go over how to repay debt. Week five, how to repair and rebuild your credit. Week six, how to uh, purchase your insurances for a lower cost, right? So I give you the tips and strategies on how to manage your insurance policies to make sure you are covering your new financial freedom, right? All right. I will talk to you guys soon. I hope this um, helps you. Definitely post in the comments your aha moments, what you what takeaways you got, what things you learned, what you never knew, what you like, girl, I never thought about it that way, things like that. Post them in the comments. Let me know what you think. All right, talk to you soon.